listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. My name is Elena Ciccatelli, an award-winning automotive executive, and I'm so excited to introduce you to some of the most dynamic thought leaders the EV economy has to offer. Listen in on honest conversations I have with the leading electric vehicle experts and uncover critical insights that will help you jump ahead and stay there. The electrification race is officially on, and these conversations have never been more important. So whether you're an automotive executive or just an EV enthusiast, this is the podcast for you. Let's get started. The only rule for this podcast is there's no serious faces allowed. So (laughs) no serious faces. We are here at Used Car Week and I'm here with Jamil and Jimmy and this is going to be the best episode ever because not only we talk about automotive things, that's cool, but we're also going to talk about how... Jamil and Jimmy got involved in the automotive industry, the long, sordid tale of just, you know, automotive. I want to start with Jamil. Tell the listeners more about your background. Tell them more about PAVE. Let's sure, do it. yeah. Thanks, Elena. So, Jamil, Chief Strategy Officer at PAVE. Uh, been at the company for about 18 months or so. Prior to that, I... Um, Spent the majority of my career in automotive at uh, Cox uh, in a variety of different roles um, at Mannheim, running inspections and imaging, uh, and a few R&D roles in, in product uh, and, and in finance as well. So um, that's the quick version of my background. So thanks for having me. Tough act to follow. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Douglas, CEO and founder of Plug. Uh, prior, I was at Tesla for five years in various leadership roles, including sales operations and used cars in North America. My automotive journey started on the front line of fixed ops as a lot attendant uh, at a Volkswagen dealer before becoming a service advisor and internet salesperson and owner of 30 different cars before I was 30, which was a long time ago. It was like yesterday. Totally. That was yesterday, Jimmy. Don't be, uh, let's uh, let's be real. So I want to start with Jamil sure. because we're going to talk about kind of a little bit more around the different automotive stakeholders mm-hmm. in the inspection game to provide clear, consistent, accurate, any other, you know, adjectives I can throw in there mm-hmm. uh, for all of the different automotive stakeholders to be able to understand what is happening with this vehicle. So walk me through what that looks like uh, at PAVE. Yeah, sure. So at PAVE, you know, our goal is to make the vehicle inspection accessible to everybody. So you know, traditionally, uh, and if you wanted to get more information about the physical condition of your car, you had to call up a skilled inspector, wait for them to come out to your vehicle, uh, pay around 60 to to $100, and um, that's just the way it's always been done. But with um, you know consumer expectations shifting to digital experiences and online uh, marketplaces, uh, there just needed to be a better way to get that information. And so at PAVE, what, what we focus on is essentially providing automated condition reports to give greater insight into the physical condition of the vehicle. So quite simply, if you just take standard photos of the vehicle with our mobile browser-based application, we then have an engine that then translates that in near real time to a line item graded condition report. And then the use cases, as you mentioned, um, are varied. So remarketing, merchandising, valuations, trade appraisals, monitoring and maintenance of fleets. So it's really at any point you want to get greater insight into the condition of a vehicle for uh, purchasing decisions or remarketing decisions. Um, That's really where we come in. How does that relate to EVs? Is this this more imperative that folks wrap their head around this? Sure. I I think, you know, a a product like um, automated inspections 
with PAVE. Fits really nicely in the v EVs because really, and Jimmy can talk a lot more yeah. about this, but yeah. when you think about what makes up the valuation of a used EV, yeah. primarily two things, the condition of the battery and the physical condition of the vehicle are, are really the two VIN-specific items that make up um, the overall valuation of that vehicle. So when you think about that compared to a legacy ICE vehicle, there's a lot less mechanical risk involved and there's a lot greater connectivity into the actual um, condition of that vehicle. So the missing piece is understanding, you know, what needs to be done from a reconditioning perspective. Uh, and so we feel like we fit really nicely into the, the evolving EV landscape. Yeah. I could not agree more. <laughs> uh, EVs are fundamentally different assets than combustion vehicles. And th there's a number of reasons, but here's two. The first is the need for an emphasis on velocity is greater because the pricing volatility is also greater. So if you're in the business, uh, either retail or wholesale, in used electric vehicles, uh, you need to have a tight operation that ensures that that asset can move as quickly as possible. The second distinction about EVs is that they are uniquely capable of being evaluated and sized up uh, without actually interacting with the vehicle physically. And the reason for that is because EVs are computers on wheels. Their value and their utility is derived of the computer hardware, the software, the battery pack, all of which can be derived through a connection to the car over the internet. And the missing piece then in terms of the valuation is the cosmetic condition, uh, the physical condition, which uh, can absolutely be sized up uh, the vast majority of the time through a solution like PAVE, as opposed to requiring the vehicle to be moved to an inspection facility or sending out a human. You talked a little bit more about velocity and how important that is with used, used EV prices being so volatile at the moment. And so let's talk about consumer confidence, because that's also a huge piece of the used EV ecosystem. Uh, Jimmy, I'm going to go back to you on this one. So are you seeing any of that that hesitation from on the side of either the, the consumer or fleet managers or dealers who are, you know, acquiring this the EV inventory? What are you seeing on your side and how are you kind of handling those objections, quite frankly? Yeah, well, I think, you know, as, as EVs sort of have evolved now to go a bit more mainstream, yeah. the cons the consumers who are those EV enthusiasts who knew everything about an EV, you know that that's sort of getting a little bit more broad in the scope now. And so, you know, giving that education uh, as it relates to either a new or used EV, right? Mm. What are my expectations for charging? What do I need to have in my home? How, how far can I go on this vehicle? What is it going to be worth if I'm leasing it as, as it relates to, you know, whether they're looking to sell the vehicle back um, or at, at the end of their lease term, yeah. just help them understand if they owe any more money yeah. as it relates to, you know, if, they, if they've damaged the vehicle. But I think more broadly, yes, there, there needs to be a lot more education as, as the consumer base for EV vehicles widens. Spot on. Uh, and what we've also learned, especially this past year, is just how critical uh, in the consumer's purchase the, D the DC fast charging or broader destination charging network really is. And it's not just the fact that chargers are there, it's that their uptime is what it needs to be, their speed is what it needs to be, and ultimately the trust layer and the experience around navigation and payment needs to be uh, closer to parity uh, if you were instead driving an ICE vehicle and having no concerns whatsoever about driving 100 miles away from your home. The unification of charging standards across North America that will really start coming to fruition in 2025 are going to make a huge difference in that regard, and suddenly uh, EVs that are not as uh, 
compelling of an offering today uh, will look fundamentally different in that moment in time. Uh, Jamil, you had said when building a new wholesale marketplace based on EVs, you don't need to hire a condition report writer. You don't. So let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. What's the beauty of it? Yeah, I think Jimmy alluded to it. I mean, if you look at some of the, the marketplaces that have come up recently, a lot of them are still tied to skilled inspectors, right? And so that really not only increases your operational expense to deliver um, you know, the vehicle, uh, list the vehicle, um, merchandise the vehicle, um, and for me, that doesn't necessarily need to be there when you talk about EVs. I mean, through the advancement of, of image analytics, um, we've now, to Jimmy's point, been able to consistently, accurately identify the issues with the vehicle and then you know, computer on wheels, to Jimmy's point, you can pull all the rest of the information out. So, I mean, inherently, uh, as the vehicle car park evolves to more and more EVs as a, as a share uh, proportion, you know, we feel like the, the need for skilled inspectors will continue to wane. And that's critically important when it comes to velocity. See, we, we brought it back to velocity. Should we expect some cool, fun things happening with plug and pave in the near future? Again, I know this might be confidential information, but we'd love to know if there's anything you can share in that realm. Scream it from the rooftops, Elena. <laughs> I mean, it sounds good. Plug and pave. Plug the both start with pivot. It just aligns well. Hey, yeah, so yeah. I think you should see some big things. All right. Yeah. Okay, so we'll have to, so then that is my cue to then invite both of you back for an update episode in 2024. Whenever that happens to be, I would like to get the exclusive, just FYI. Um, so anything else? I know, uh, Jamil, we were talking before we hit record, and I said, you know, we're... Day three, used car week, energy's a little bit, you know, just iffy. So yeah. uh, hopefully we can just keep powering through no, used car good. week. It's yeah. it's, uh, <laughs> it's always a great time here. I mean, you know, the floor is packed. Um, it's always good to connect with people like uh, yourself, Elena and Jimmy. So, I mean, we're having a great time out here. Yeah. Jimmy, are you sick of me yet? Impossible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having a great time here in Scottsdale, and I'm grateful to be up here with both of you. And uh, we've got a lot more fun ahead of us over the next couple of days. Yeah, I know we do. I know we do. Lots more fun. You're back for another episode today. Mm -hmm. That's going to be epic. Uh, Jamil, thank you for your time. Oh, thank you. Jimmy, thank you for your time. This thank has been you. awesome. And we will expect to hear amazing and great things in the future. So. Thank you so much for listening to the EVs for Everyone podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, go ahead and subscribe to the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. We read every single comment, so thank you in advance. If you have an idea for an upcoming episode or you would like to be a guest on the show, go to EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. That's EVs, the number four, everyone.com slash contact. Until next time, keep charging forward. Word.